Dear brothers and sisters, Surah Al-Ahzab retells the story of the Prophet's wives, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam wa radiyallahu anhun, as they reportedly asked for more ornaments, mata' al-hayat al-dunya. In response, the man of praise, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was told to offer them the option of divorce, or remaining married to him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The verses in Surah Al-Ahzab read, Ya ayyuhal nabi, qul li azwajik, in kuntunna turidna al-hayata al-dunya wa zinataha, fata'alayn, umatti'kunna wa usarrihkunna sarahan jameela, wa in kuntunna turidna allaha wa rasoolahu wa dara al-akhira, fa inna allaha a'adda lil-muhsinati min kunna ajran azima. O Prophet, say to your wives, if your desire is for this present life and its finery, then come. I will uh, make provision for you and I will release you with kindness. But if you desire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His Prophet and the final home, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared great rewards for those of you who do good lil muhsinat. The Prophet's wives, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, chose to remain with the Prophet. In doing so, they chose Allah, they chose the Almighty. And this is the topic of today's khutbah choosing God. We will see insha'Allah how the Quran focuses our attention on this major theme by presenting it in different and sometimes subtle ways. Khalilullah Ibrahim salam exemplifies this condition profoundly. Surah Maryam tells us that Ibrahim salam withdrew from his family from his people and the idols they were praying to. But this sacrifice, this withdrawal was not lost on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he left them and when he left those uh, idols, we granted him Ishaq and Ya'qub. Not only that, وَكُلًّا جَعَلْنَا نَبِيًّا We made them both prophets. Choosing Allah, brothers and sisters, is not an escape from the world, but an engagement with the world. It does not anesthetize us to the pains and apparent injustices of life. It invites us to confront our fragility with honesty and compassion. And it asks us to play our role in constructing relationships and communities. Yes, Ibrahim salam withdrew, he withdrew from his people, but Ibrahim salam set a new chapter in the religious history of mankind. Ibrahim salam is a father of all those who set on a journey to an unknown destination, armed only with the yaqeen, the unwavering faith and trust 
in Allah's good decree, Ibrahim alayhi salam says, Inni muhajirun ila rabbi. I will flee to my Lord, Surah Safat. Waqala inni dhahibun ila rabbi. I will go to my Lord, Sayahdeen. Surely he will guide me. But choosing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not always an easy path. Ibrahim alayhi salam was tested with the prospect of the death of his son. Inna hadha lahuwa al-balaa al-mubeen. Truly, this is the manifest trial. Musa alayhi salam says in Surah al-Shu'ara, وَيَضِيقُ صَدْرِي وَلَا يَنْطَلِقُ لِسَانِي I am distressed or I will be distressed and my tongue is tied or and my tongue will be tied. The blessed Prophet وسلم, was rejected and stoned by his very own people. He suffered unimaginably to teach us that suffering is an opportunity to wait at the doors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Three times the Quran consoles the man of praise sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with the exact same words. In Surah Al-Hijr, وَلَا تَحْزَنْ عَلَيْهِمْ In Surah Al-Nahl, وَلَا تَحْزَنْ عَلَيْهِمْ In Surah Al-Naml, وَلَا تَحْزَنْ عَلَيْهِمْ Do not grieve over them. But it is Sunnah Allah Azza wa Jal that winter ends with spring. إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَى With hardship comes ease or as the book of Psalms puts it those who sow in tears shall reap shouts of joy there is much contemporary relevance to these narratives to the qasas of the Quran because the Quran does not narrate stories simply because they happened the Quran tells us what happened only when events that happened then have a bearing on what we can do now, choosing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us freedom because we know that we will have the upper hand. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Musa alayhi salam, La takhaf, do not be afraid. Innaka anta al-a'la, you have the upper hand. In the same surah, Pharaoh threatens the sorcerers, the Sahara, with severe punishment because they submitted to Allah. But they chose Allah, and their response is documented in the Quran. قَالُوا لَنْ نُؤْثِرَكَ عَلَى مَا جَاءَنَا مِنَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَالَّذِي فَطَرَنَا فَقْضِ مَا أَنْتَ قَاضِ إِنَّمَا تَقْضِي هَذِهِ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا إِنَّا آمَنَّا بِرَبِّنَا لِيَغْفِرَ لَنَا خَطَايَانَا وَمَا أَكْرَهْتَنَا عَلَيْهِ مِنَ السِّحْرِ وَاللَّهُ خَيْرٌ وَأَبْقَى They said, we shall never prefer you to the manifest signs that have come to us, nor to he who created us. So decide whatever you will. You can only decide matters of this life. We believe in our Lord, hoping that he will forgive us our sins and that he will forgive us the sorcery that you forced us to practice. Wallahu khayrun. God is better and more lasting. The sorcerers were more than just role models. They had the strength to stand apart, to refuse and to say no. And notice here the use of the words 
and the sorcery that you forced us to practice. They were forced to practice a sihr, but when they chose Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they were able to liberate themselves from the shackles of that forced labor. Wallahu khayrun wa abqa. God is better and more lasting. That is the stunning truth at which they finally arrived. Those sorcerers, the Sahara, they truly understood what was later revealed as Quran in Surah Ali Imran, in Al-Amra Kullahu Lillah, in Surah Al-A'raf, La Amliku Li Nafsi Naf'an Wala Dharran Illa Ma Sha'Allah, in Surah Al-Tawbah, Lan Yusibana Illa Ma Kataballahu Lana, in Surah Al-Talaq, Waman Yatawakkal Ala Allahi Fahuwa Hasbuh, and so on, all those verses, on Yaqeen, on Tawakkul. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open our eyes to his radiance. Yahdillahu li nurihi man yasha' Our hearts to his transforming love. Yuhibbuhum. May he give us the, the, the power and the trust to face truth. Inna sanulqi alayka qawlan thaqeela. May he give us the hope that our hardships are not the last word about what is and may he bless us with the full-hearted will for the well-being of the entire world. Dear brothers and sisters, to choose Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to recognize who and what we truly are. When we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we can take away the veils. We can put aside our masks. There is no fear of rejection. There is no fear of misinterpretation. Like what happened to Maryam alayha salam, لَقَدْ جِئْتِ شَيْئًا فَرِيَّا You have done something terrible. With Allah, that is not the case. The Quran tells us that we are the ones whose thoughts are known to Allah. We are not what others perceive us to be. We are what Allah knows us to be. We know what they reveal and what they conceal. The man of praise sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in a hadith which you all know very well, inna allaha la yanguru ila suwarikum وَأَمْوَالِكُمْ وَإِنَّمَا يَنْظُرُ إِلَىٰ قُلُوبِكُمْ وَأَعْمَالِكُمْ Allah does not look at your appearances. He does not look at what you have. He does not look at your wealth. He looks at your hearts and your deeds. The Quran sums it. إِنَّ أَكْرَمَكُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ أَتْقَاكُمْ In the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most honored of you are the ones most mindful. Of him, Jalla Jalalu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listens to those who otherwise go unnoticed wal mustadafina min al rijali wal nisa. Even if we cannot explain every instance of human suffering, and although Allah's wisdom can sometimes be beyond our imagination, it is comforting to know that 
When we choose Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our words are heard, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listens. Wallahu yasma'u tahawurakuma. The implication is that when we choose Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we must make sure not only to look, but to listen and understand. For appearances deceive and clothes betray. فَعَرَفَهُمْ وَهُمْ لَهُمْ مُنْكِرُونَ Maybe, wallahu a'lam, this is one reason why the Qur'an seems to favor sound over sight. Seems to be favoring the faculty of listening over vision. فَاسْتَمِعُوا As Ernest McLean writes in his book, Meditations Through the Qur'an, he says sound is our greatest key to interiority. Truth is known via the ear. Primordial religious truth has always been discovered by the ear. In the context of the Quran, the ear is the most important organ. Hearing is Allah's own avenue, is in his words, is God's own avenue of understanding. What a simple truth and how beautifully it is conveyed by the Quran and how deeply in an age of outward appearances the world needs to hear it today. Dear brothers and sisters, I opened this khutbah with the Quranic account of the Prophet's wives, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, radiyallahu anhunna, in Surah Al-Ahzab. In as much as the Prophet's wives chose to remain with him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the following verses reminded them that the privilege pertaining to their status carries with it responsibility. And the Quran expresses it very beautifully. Ya Nisa, Ya Nisa al-Nabi, lastunna ka ahadin min al-Nisa. And that for the Quran is enough. You are like no other woman. Indeed, the ideals of the Quran are very high, but that is our vocation. It remains a privilege to carry the Quran. And what a privilege it is.